Hello, and welcome to the Fully Charged Podcast. Coming to you from the Mega Man Network, I'm David Oxford, better known around these parts as LBD Night Train. Joining me once again is my co-host from the most rocking man corner of the world, Brian Protodude Ostrin. <laughs> hey folks, rocking corner of the world, I like that. <laughs> rocking man corner of the rocking world. Rocking man corner of the world. Ooh. All right. <laughs> Now, it's been a little bit of time since our initial episode, thanks to some scheduling conflicts and life stuff, but we're back, and we're recording several episodes back-to-back here, so hopefully we'll be able to get those out to you in quick order. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, our next episode of Mega Man Fully Charged that we are looking at is Episode 3, Drilling Deep. The description is, At school, Aki struggles with the side effects of his newly replicated Drillman schematics. Later, as Mega Man, he learns to control his firepowers in thwarting Drillman's assault on Skyrazer's Inc. Now, this one, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how much more there is to say. I mean, I, f- I feel like the summary actually kind of yeah pretty much sums up the episode. I mean, beyond that, you know, Mega Man figures it out and saves the day. Yeah, I kind of wonder if they're not falling into a little bit of a formula already here. It, yeah, it's interesting. It's a it's a pretty straightforward episode. Kind of, you know, we kind of got that formula with the, oh, there's the, the, the problem Mega Man's going through that kind of, you know, goes back to the robot master power that he got. But, um, you know, all around, it wasn't a bad episode. Very straightforward. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was enjoyable. It just, mm-hmm. like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it kind of, uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess in a way it's true to the games in that way. You know, it's kind of got a uh, sort of... A, a, a routine that it follows that you know you kind of know and you know they tweak it like just so so that it's not the same thing but at the same time it's you know uh after seeing the first episode you kind of uh, have an idea of what you're getting there yeah it's got those it's got those beats you know you got to tune to some beats indeed um and uh speaking of those beats uh, looking at some of the highlights and lowlights um well, one thing I'm noticing in the description, I don't know if I noticed it uh, when watching the episode, but the Sky Racers Inc. thing, um, might have overlooked that. I wonder if there's uh, something significant to that. Like, uh, is there anything we know about that? Is there anything you know about that? Because I think you know um, more about the show at this point than I do. Yeah. Nothing, not, no to both. Um, I do think it's laying the groundwork for something that we'll see in future episodes. Maybe we'll revisit the company later down the line but yeah um it's actually something that wasn't part of my my uh, media kit this first time i heard of the company is in this episode so that was a bit of a surprise i guess that could just be simple world building they have a company and they named it but it's you know it's not something i would expect to be named unless it was significant you know right no and you know it's one of those things that's that's new not in the games not in any previous lore <clears throat> uh, something you know that's from fully charged yeah uh, and uh, what, what have you got? Oh gosh, my high point, uh, as silly as it was, I loved Drillman's origin story. The whole thing about his, he was, you know, he was a musician, he was very inclined with music, and he played the piano, and his father wanted him to go into the family business, and took his hands off, replaced them with drills. Just absolutely ridiculous, but oh my gosh, I, I got a kick out of it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, it's funny, and in, in, in a way, it's kind of sad. I, I actually kind of felt for him a little bit because, like, I mean, <laughs> I don't true. know. He's just, I mean, the dude's life is like literally kind of been ruined by like you know, going His into father. the family business here, and right now he has no hands. Exactly. It's it's kind of funny. Like, we know Drillman as Drillman. Is his hands are drills? You know, what more is there to say about the character than that? But here, they've done something just so out there. 
it, it kind of it, it created Drillman as a character. Like, wow, <laughs> I want to see more of Drillman now. What, you know, yeah. Yeah, I, I was liking that. I was liking his design. The original, he's got like all of three drills, I believe, uh, one on each hand and one on his head. And he's got a lot more here. And he put them to use, too. The, there was one on his back that he used to get away. That was... That was really cool. Yeah, yeah. that was neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, his design, it reminds me of something, but I can't place what. Like, I don't know if it reminds me of something that would be in Battle Network. Like, I'm pretty sure we had a Drillman EXE there, and uh, I don't yeah. think he looked like that. I think he looked more like a giant drill, but or I might yeah, be thinking not... of someone else. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're on the right track. Um, it's really interesting. The, the, the 2D, the hand-drawn prototype for Fully Charged, Drillman was one of the initial robot masters in that, and he looks exactly the same as he did in that version. So it's really cool. Um, I don't know if we can show you guys it because you know we got in trouble last time. <laughs> but comparing the two, it's like, oh wow, that's the exact same design. Not much has changed. But yeah, it's it's a really cool design. And uh, let's see the. Um... Uh, another thing, well, I guess I should point this out because I think I stated in the first episode I had this theory that, uh, like, uh, they were going to go Lex Luthor, like uh, Silver Age Lex Luthor, with uh, Mega Man somehow causing him to. Is is, is Rush over there? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is my new dog. <laughs> but um, yeah, I had the I had that theory. You remember, like you know, that somehow Mega Man would maybe make Bert go bald or something, and you know, kind of oh, push yeah. him on that road to being Doctor Wily. And here we are, like you know, just past the pilot, and he's already like you know turned himself bald, and he seems to be taking it pretty uh, well. It's all so things ridiculous. considered, he he loves it. <laughs> There's that one shot where he's like he touches it and he looks up. And kind of like he's going, hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was an interesting uh, interesting route to take. That yeah, uh, there goes my theory though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess something could still happen, but I mean, I don't think it's going to be quite the same as Superboy causing Lex Luthor to go bald and vow vengeance. So no. I, I you know I wonder if I almost like obviously they made this before I saw it, so but so they didn't like you know do it to subvert my expectations but i wonder if like you know maybe that story did come to mind to somebody and they decided to subvert the whole thing since this bird is like you know so different to the wily we know that's that's a good theory yeah or or that's what they want us to think and they'll you know totally change it down the line Ooh. uh yeah that that, that could be as well yeah uh, now uh let's see um and uh what would be your other uh talking point on the episode uh, I loved the uh, neat little throwback to uh, the stage select screen. Um, there's that brief scene, uh, I believe, right after Mega Man copies Man's abilities. We can see like his interface inside with Mega Mini. I caught that as well, yeah. I thought that was really neat. We're just st- still seeing all these neat little references that, like, okay, you know, uh, a lot of people are raising a fuss about um, how, mu- how they're like, changing so much from the original, which this is... I believe we touched on this before. It's clearly not meant to be the original, but there are definitely some loving tributes. Like, I mean, the ringtone, uh, for example. I think that was, wasn't that dun-dun-dun-dun-dun or something? And his fighting style, even. Mega Man's fighting style just seems so Mega Man. Like, you watch, and I mean, it's a lot of jumping, it's a lot of shooting, and it's even a lot of sliding. And, I mean, it's like kind of how you would expect Mega Man to fight in a cartoon. So that's pretty cool. That's yeah. the, there, There's definitely a loving attention to detail going on here. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're, they're keeping it really grounded in 
what we know and love, and they're playing that up, what we love best about Mega Man. They are. I, I, it makes me eager to see where they take this thing going forward as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, unless there's uh, something else you've got for the uh, for the talking points uh, on the episode. No, the, the bald Wiley was uh, my other talking point. You stole that from me. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you make backups. Exactly. <laughs> I've got a list just in case. Um, all right, so now we get on to the Mega Man news. I don't think there's any bigger news this week, at least as of this recording, than the um, recently released Mega Man 11 demo. Oh yeah, it dropped and it was great. Yeah, that's kind of altered my plans a little bit because last weekend I was at Fan Expo and I got to play the E3 demo there and not the newer PAX demo that has like four different levels and robot masters to fight. But uh, nonetheless, yeah, I got to play it there and uh, before I got to write up my impressions... Uh, Next thing we know, we've got the uh, demo launching here, so I'm probably just going to base what I have to say uh, online more on that. Yeah, you know, this was my first time playing Eleven. Um, <laughs> I, I tried to go to different events, but, you know, life, scheduling. Uh, so, yeah, uh, playing it for the first time it was great. It was really good. I have a couple little issues. What, 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 what are, what's your general consensus? By the time this goes up, I might have my written impressions up uh, with any luck, but um, just uh, off the top of my head, like I haven't fully explored the demo yet. I've just played... I played normal mode when I was at Fan Expo, and I decided to give casual a quick shot here. And the impression that both my wife and I have is that casual actually feels a little more in line with past Mega Man games yes. as far as difficulty goes. Normal is normal's kind of tough. Um, not like unbearable like i think if i kept at it like you know i'd probably you know overcome but just as far as uh normal playing uh, the casual i believe it was casual it's what what is it beginner casual uh normal and superhero yeah something something like that yeah and uh it's a the japanese version has like different names and casual is called advanced which i think is a much more fitting name for that difficulty setting it's not casual um but it is it, it can be tricky in its own right so it's advanced and then normal in Japan? Yeah, it's uh yeah, yeah, it's yeah, newcomer, advanced, original spec. They call normal original spec and then I don't remember the superhero equivalent was expert, I think. I'd have to look it up. But yeah, the all the difficulty names are different. Yeah, I, th I think I like theirs better. I mean, <laughs> casual has just such a negative connotation over here. It does. And I mean, honestly, it's like, okay, advanced actually, you know, uh, it, it sounds, uh, it, it just sounds better. And I mean, it probably fits better. Yeah. Although it's, it probably should be original spec, but uh, I don't know, unless they're talking about the original spec of Mega Man 11, but uh, either here nor there. Yeah, wording's a little weird, but yeah. The uh, other thing I noticed is... Um, it is. I can't say it, it's 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 weird to talk about because I can't quite put my finger precisely on it, but the controls they are not bad in the slightest, but they are feel slightly off. Maybe it's because like you know, playing most of Mega Man Legacy Collection and I'm used to the NES style, especially mm -hmm. with nine and ten following in that uh, design. 
Uh, but I mean, it's it feels different in a way, like I guess Mega Man Seven does to the NES games, or Eight does to Seven yeah. and the NES games. It feels like its own thing that fits within the greater Mega Man spectrum, I guess. Yeah. Like my my shots aren't quite as precise as like as they would be in the NES games when I'm like trying to hit those annoying yellow things that float through the air. I'm pretty sure if it was one of the NES games, I'd probably be able to hit them more, like, you know, with fewer missed shots. Right. The sliding, uh, I'm not sure if it's actually... Maybe it's me. I still need to play around with it some more, but it's like... I felt like there was more degrees you could do, like, for a quicker, like, to cancel out of the slide. And I feel it's a little more kind of like, you know, a... um, Oh, what's that term they use? Like, a little more committal when you make the move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like when you're jumping in Castlevania, maybe not to that degree, but you know where it's like, okay, once you're done, like you know, you're set on that course until it, the move is finished. Exactly. Like you can't really cancel it out the way you could in previous classic series games. Yeah, it's it's different. Not bad, but it's different. I, it took me some getting used to. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. It, I, I think it's going to take a little bit of adjustment. Um, you, you hear some people saying, "Oh, it's just like the original." I, I don't, th- I don't quite think so. My, my muscle memory argues that, but not in any way that I could say it's like you know bad or laggy necessarily or anything. Like it's not like it's the controls are loose or floaty or anything like that. Oh no, it, it's 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 like it's like a matter of degrees. It is. Um, you know, for me personally, like. It, 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 on top of what you said, just kind of like the collision with some things feels a little off. Uh, for example, Rush Coil, you really have to hit the center of Rush's coil to, to jump really high. I um, noticed that. Oh I, I died jumping through his head. Yeah, I, I died for the E-Tank. I went right over Yes, <laughs> right there. Right over him. And it's just like, oh, I have to get used to this. Um, so hopefully that's that's something that can be tweaked between now and release or you know a post-release patch it, it's a little little annoyance hopefully yeah I, I have a feeling it's gonna be in what's released though if it's there at this point that's yeah. just my inclination right um and you know it's really funny that you can fall through rush's head because uh those blocks that fall sure don't they like just shatter on it i know <laughs> which is like i i'm pretty sure that's i'm pretty sure that's the definition of ironic but <laughs> yeah uh, I mean, I think what I've been, what I've been able to piece together, like this is the E3 demo. It's it's might be the same build, so that goes back to like June. So it no no it, it actually I'm pretty I'm going by the E3 message I got from beating Ori at the Xbox booth at Fan Expo. I think what I played there was the E3 demo, and there are some slight differences. Like, I think they give you a, a E-Tank that you don't get here, like, uh, as a default. Normal, you had uh, five lives. Here, you have, uh, like, three, oh, include, okay. including the zero remaining. There, there's some slight differences, but, I mean, otherwise, it's the same stage. And uh, Oh, I, you know what? I'm not sure if you had the special weapons uh, to choose from from the word go in the e3 demo yeah i don't remember noticing them it seems like i would have noticed because i did hit the pause menu once or twice right uh but you know here you've got a couple to play around with so and impact Uh, man which was just revealed like a couple days ago so that wouldn't be there at e3 yeah exactly exactly Uh, speaking of which, uh, yeah, we got two new uh, Robot Master reveals this week. That we do. Bounce Man and Impact Man. 
I love them both. Impact Man's design is so cool. He's he's rocking that Optimus Prime look. He's actually three bots in one, which is, I believe, a first for the classic series. Three bots in one? I think I missed that part. Yeah, it was... Um, oh, I got it up here, I think. But yeah, he's got like uh, three bots. Uh, uh, they have like three very Japanese names. Um, yeah, it consists, he consists of three pile driver robots who call themselves the Impact Brothers. Who Ichiro... Kujiro and Kusaburo. Now, is this from the Japanese side, or this is from the English website? Oh, okay, so yeah. they're keeping those names here. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I didn't know. I didn't know that. Cool. So we have a uh, legitimate uh, Mega Man combiner. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. not quite Build King, but he's still pretty cool. <laughs> right. Oh, but yeah, cool design. And then, uh, you know, he actually reminds me a little bit of um, Mighty Number. No. Bulldozer. Oh, yeah, the <laughs> I forget bulldozer the number. Guy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the colors, the orange with the yellow and stuff, and the black, of course. I mean, those are common construction colors, but yeah, uh, yeah. It's 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 a neat thing. I actually liked that design from Mighty Number no. Nine. So yeah, one of the few I really did like. So I'm kind of glad it's here. <laughs> and then we got the Robot Master of the Bounce House, Bounce Man. Oh boy, I'm getting some major Clown Man vibes. English Clown Man vibes. <laughs> Some English what vibes? English clown man vibes. You know, oh, the, oh yeah, we yeah. We got the voice, <laughs> the mannerisms. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 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 opinion on him seems a little uh, divided, but something tells me he'll bounce back from it just fine. Oh, he went there, folks. <laughs> I always go there if there's an opportunity. <laughs> So, yeah, that's the big Mega Man news this week. Uh, regarding the Fully Charged podcast, I also want to point out uh, there is some questions about whether we would be on iTunes. That is currently a work in progress. I'm waiting to hear back on that. Hopefully it goes through. Uh, if not, I mean, I guess I'll have to tweak and try again. And it's it seems to be like a waiting process of about two weeks. Uh, and I think we're about a week into it at this point. Cool. Um, and yeah hopefully it goes through uh if not i'll have to tweak it after that uh then i'm probably going to try for the google play store i believe that's where you can also do podcasts and uh, yeah basically i'm just waiting to see if i hit any snags that need to be dealt with from uh, apple first before i submit to google i hear google's a lot faster so i figure if there's any problems uh you know deal with them after apple and then hopefully the google thing will go through a lot faster and uh this We'll reach more people. Yeah, fingers crossed. And I believe that will do it for this episode of the Fully Charged Podcast. I told you they'd be getting shorter. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. And at present, we are running at just over 20 minutes. So thank you for joining us and tune in to our next episode where we will be looking at uh, Hypno Woman's debut. Oh, and this is LBD Night Train, David Oxford for the Mega Man Network. And this is Brian Austrin uh, of Rockman Corner. Say in peace out. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>